So thank you for tuning in to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast. This is part two of our interview with Right Worshipful Brother Clint Brown, the Grand Secretary of the Grand Lodge of Washington. We will continue right where we left off with very Worshipful Brother David Colbeth, Worshipful Brother Stephen Chung, and myself, Matt Apple, and of course, Right Worshipful Brother Clint Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our opinions and thoughts are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions, either here on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'd also appreciate a thumbs up and especially any comments on our videos. How did you decide the, that you wanted to become Grand Secretary? Well, you just wake up one morning and go, oh, I'm going to put my name on the ballot. You realize where the real power was. Exactly. The secretary's <laughs> office. So um, I had uh, been a secretary uh, of my lodge uh, and uh, um, had also been district deputy. And I'd kind of, I guess, come come into Grand Lodge sort of kicking and screaming, uh, you know, saying, you know, I'm not sure that this, this is, this is for me, but, uh, I became involved, uh, on the, on the building associate Grand Lodge building association. I became involved, um, on several other committees, including research and education, the trial committee. I was a deputy and, uh, I was asked if uh, one day if I would, uh, uh come up here and, and work. Uh, at Grand Lodge, uh, starting out just one day a week, I was assistant to the Grand Secretary, and um, over time, it, it you know, I, I saw a lot of things that worked well, and I saw a lot of things that I thought could be changed and and help to improve um, the flow of work and and uh, and everything, uh, and um, you know, I was assistant Grand Secretary under Most Worshipful Brother Sam. And um, he had his uh, heart attack. And um, when he came back, he and I sat down and, and said, um, what happens? I mean, we, we kind of, uh, it, it was a shock to me because, um, you know, I, I immediately got a call from several people and said, Knight, you realize that while Sam's out, you're the grand secretary, right? <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I, that that pesky little code thing. Yeah, yeah. If the, if the grand secretary is unavailable, and then the assistant grand secretary. Um, but when he came back, he and I sat down and, and talked about well, what happens if there is no one uh, available? What happens if if he, if he was not able to continue on and no one was available or had made themselves available under the code? And the answer was well, then it would kind of go to the floor. So the decision was made because this is not just a job that lends itself to just coming in off the street and uh, plopping yourself down in the chair. There's a lot of moving parts. And so I talked with my family um, and the decision was, and I talked with Sam and the decision was made first of all, that uh, 
it made sense for me to put my name in, in the hat um, because first of all, brothers deserve a choice. And second of all, uh, there is no provision or real, really any answer in the code if uh, no one has made themselves available or no one is available to fill that position after September the 1st. Because our code requires that uh, the Grand Secretary put in a statement of availability by September 1st in order to be considered. And so um, based on those discussions, uh, I, I made myself available for that position uh, and uh, was uh, sort of shocked when I was uh, elected um, a, a year ago to, to be the Grand Secretary, but I was, uh, I was honored. And uh, it's been a lot of work and a lot of, uh, even though I worked here for over two years before I became Grand Secretary, there's been a lot of, it's, it's been a steep learning curve for me. So is that if something were to happen, then of course we don't want that to happen, but if it did happen, would the Grand Master just appoint somebody essentially? Or would it go to jurisdiction? Uh, uh, that's, that's the way I understand it is that somebody would, well, actually, no, that's not the case. Uh, now, you're, now you're testing me. The code says the, uh, uh, the Assistant Grand Secretary, if something were to happen to me, then Clayton Levine would move into that position. That's why Clayton and I, you never see Clayton and I traveling together. <laughs> um, and then, and then he would uh, fill out that term. Now, if no, uh, if something were to happen to me and nobody had put them, made themselves available, um, I'm, a, uh, I shouldn't speak for jurisprudence, but I'm assuming that they would say um, that there would be nominations made from the floor, but there's, there's really no provision specifically that addresses that in the code that I'm aware of. An assistant grand secretary, though, is appointed by the grand master. No, with, rec with recommendation from or, or by by the grand secretary. Then, so the code says uh, the grand secretary can appoint the assistant grand secretary. Okay. Now, obviously, I you know I talked to the grand masters about who, who that would be, but uh, that's one uh, one I guess perk of the job is that the, the the grand secretary gets to choose who his assistant is going to be. Cool. So you mentioned travel a couple of times. Do you get to, I know there's a annual conference of grand secretaries. Do you, you get to go to that, I presume? And, and is that, is that your only travel or do you travel all over the place all the time? Or? Well, um, most, I have not traveled. The answer is first of all, the conference of grand masters is, is yes. Uh, so there is a conference of grand masters. And at the same time, there's a conference of grand secretaries that is held at the same time at the same location. Um, last year, uh, we go to all the we all go to all the fun places. Last year, it was in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, in the middle of February. Um, so uh, you know, it was a, it was a balmy. Uh, I think it got up to a balmy 16 degrees while we were there, and uh, there, were, there were snowdrifts that were drifting inside the hotel, uh, built up and inside the doors. But um, no, that's a, a, the Conference of Grand Masters and Conference of Grand Secretaries is an opportunity for us to share and discuss. Uh, things that are going on that are, are affecting all of the jurisdictions. So, uh, but generally the rest of my travels are within the state. Um, uh, this year I am going down to the uh, Grand Lodge of California in October um, because I'm on, I am on a committee. I was appointed uh, on a committee um, for the conference of Grand Masters uh, and the Grand Secretary of, of California and the Grand Secretary for 
uh, Idaho are going to be there uh, so we can sit down and discuss because one of the issues that we have that's coming up is uh, the book should have it over here the list of lodges that we all rely upon here um, the publisher has indicated that they're not going to continue publishing that for uh, for very much longer oh, wow. um, and so well, so there's some discussions about what we, what we as, as all of the grand jurisdictions in the United States um, and uh, are going to do. And it's the Conference of Grand Secretaries for North America, actually. So it's not just us, but it's Canada as well. Uh, but what we're, what we're going to recommend going forward, um, are, you know, are we going to take it over as a Conference of Grand Secretaries or, uh, you know, is there some other alternatives um, such as Amity or uh, Grandview or some of the other uh, things that are out there. So that's a, um, you know, that's an, something that's going to affect all of the jurisdictions coming up that uh, we're going to have to address here in the next few years. So speaking but, of country, speaking of conference grandmasters, I know that that's coming to Washington in a couple of years. Are you going to do you have a significant role in that as grand secretary and also conference grand secretaries? Yes. So. Um, Conference of Grand Masters will be here in Washington in 2021. Um, and so uh, I am working uh, with Jim Mendoza and his committee on the planning of that. Uh, there's several things that we have to plan, including um, uh, getting all of the people from the airport to the hotel and back to the airport and, and to the various, uh, you know, there's a couple of tours that we are going to have. Uh, for that, so I've been working with uh, with Jim Mendoza. We have uh, um, we've contracted with a bus company for uh, to to take the people to and from the the airport to the hotel and everything. It will be down at the uh, um, oh, I just went blank on which hotel. Weston, I think, isn't it? Weston, thank you, uh, in downtown uh, Seattle. Um, and we're also responsible. There's a welcome dinner that's on uh, Saturday night. So we are responsible for hosting that. So we're working with the hotel uh, on the menu uh, and everything for that. Plus, um, we will have uh, for the Grand Masters, we will have a tour which will involve uh, um, getting on basically getting on the monorail and going to the um, Space Needle and, and those areas that are downtown. Um, and right now it looks like the Grand Secretary's tour is going to be over at the Museum of Flight. But this is a great opportunity for uh, the, the Masons of Washington. It's been many, many years since we've hosted a conference of Grand Masters. And so we are expecting somewhere in the neighborhood of six to 800 people uh, to come in uh, for those, uh, those events starting, I think, I think it starts on February the 20th of 2021. Nice. I know uh, Most Worshipful Jim has been a regular guest on our show and uh, we appreciate his support and involvement and I know he's looking for volunteers as well as I understand so definitely if you're interested in learning more about conference grandmasters uh, we can we can certainly connect you with most worshipful Jim or his committee as well absolutely and, and we're starting to have uh, monthly um, meetings to you know because there are, there are a lot of moving parts uh, as far as getting getting people to and from uh, concierge services, registration, because uh, the Conference of Grand Masters does the registration, but we assist them because they don't have a lot of, uh, uh, of staff. So uh, anybody that uh, who would like to volunteer for that, um, 
and you know the, the nice thing is there's a lot of the a lot of the meetings and a lot of the discussions that that you can come in and 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 sit on sit in on and learn about some of the issues that are uh, affecting lodges throughout the jurisdictions and throughout the world we have we had last year um, a conference of grandmasters uh, uh, we had the uh, grand lodge of bulgaria came in and uh, i mean they, there's literally grand lodges from all over the world that come in awesome well we really appreciate you coming out today and and being part of the show and answering some pointed questions and fun questions and, and uh, so we really appreciate that you bet and and if i can uh for just a minute i'd like to put in a i guess a plug for for grandview um uh we several years ago we, we um, switched over to a new platform that does all of our membership uh, uh and everything they are um it was it was kind of a rough start uh, because we were like the third, I think the third or fourth brand jurisdiction that they had, um, and um, some of the items that we had asked them to do were kind of um, outside what they were, you know, doing. They, they started out in Louisiana, and they were their their code is totally different than ours, so they had some different terminology and everything. But they really come up to speed and everything on that, and they're really uh, working hard to make the, themselves more user-friendly for um, the lodge, the lodges and the lodge secretaries to give to, to not only give them as much information, but also to be able to communicate within the lodges and for the Grand Lodge to communicate throughout the lodges. So um, uh, I encourage everyone, even an entered apprentice can sign up for um, Grandview and get on and, and look at his Masonic record and see communications that go out to the entered apprentices and everything and get information from the lodge. All you need is your last name, your membership number, and uh, your lot your home lodge number to put in, and and you can register. It's that simple. Um, and the email or the uh, website for that is w a as in Washington dot g b software g is in George b is in Victor software dot com and if you click on member portal it will take you and uh, ask you to either sign in or register if you haven't registered before just click on the register button and it'll ask you for those three pieces of information they'll ask you to put in an email and a uh, password and you can do that there's a couple of other kind of interesting things that I've talked with Grandview about doing for um, because uh, I think uh, I was asked earlier about you know uh, about the, the the secretaries and the, and the jobs. I think before we started this uh, uh, the recording, and uh, one of my goals is to make the secretary's job easier because it. Back when I was secretary, back, back in the day when I was secretary, uh, every, everything was paper and it was it, it was it was a whole lot more difficult. And we want to make it simpler for the sec lodge secretaries, make it easier so that. Um, they're not having to spend as many hours uh, doing all the, the uh, work uh, to keep the lodge afloat. And so one of the things that we're going to be doing is a lot of the, uh, already a lot of the forms that the secretaries have to do are online and they're fillable. And uh, some of the more common things that secretaries do, I, I think we started out the conversation was they asked for dispensation to move their charter or for um, uh, you know, approval of certain things. 
we're going to try to make that where that can be online. Uh, they they fill out the information, they submit it. Uh, it comes to me and to the grandmaster. Uh, he uh, approves it. I draft a letter, and it goes back uh, out to the lodge. That it's that simple. Um, and also uh, for bylaws for the lodge, we talked about that earlier. Um, uh, we have a, there's a form. Uh, unfortunately, there are many forms floating out there uh, that a lot, of, a lot of the lodge secretaries have that are not the most up-to-date forms. So we so one of the things I do is I, I when I when a bylaws change comes in, I have to check and make sure is it on the right form that we're using now and everything. What I what I intend to do is have the bylaws on Grandview where the lodge secretary just fills out fills in the blanks submits them, they go to bylaws for approval, they go to the grandmaster for signature, and we can send send them back to the bylaws. So my goal is is to make the lodge secretary make everything a whole lot simpler and so that, uh, you know, we can spend time doing the more important stuff of masonry. And, and, and so the mundane is, uh, the everyday stuff is, is simple and, and uh, easy to do, and we don't have to waste our time on doing those things. I will say, as a secretary who was trained by my predecessor on how to print out the forms and fill them out and mail them in, that Grandview is definitely a, a blessing for the secretaries. It is a, is it perfect? No. Is it infinitely better than it used to be? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, now the things that, the, 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 you know, there were some big, big issues with Grandview. When, when I became the Grand Secretary, I, uh, the first thing I did, the First thing I did on Monday morning when I came into the office was I called the folks at Grandview and I said, "Look, there's some things that we've got to fix." And um, and we got those things accomplished last year. We got uh, the secretaries can now print out print out their own due statements and they can customize those. Uh, whereas uh, it used to be the the lodge had to order them. Uh, we char we had to charge the lodge for those items, um, and we spent weeks putting those together and they were just uh you know here you owe this money and and there was there was nothing personalized or anything about them um, so now the lodges can all print out their due statements and send those out the second thing was end of year um, when i was secretary uh, you know the grand lodge printed all the end of years that year out sent them to the lodges the secretary had to spend hours or days looking through there and making sure that everything was right and, and everything and then sign off on them and send them back to Grand Lodge. Now you go on Grandview, you click on a button, you look at it, you say, yep, that's that's right. And you click and, and you hit accept and you send in your 990s. Uh, and it, I think it's so much easier. That sounds like it's much more streamlined. Well, my, that's my intent is to continue that streamlining. We had talked a little bit in the very beginning when I was first on the show about our website and about the software we have, and and uh, uh, Stephen and and Connor were a little jealous of our our systems that we have here in Washington that uh, apparently may not have in BC or may not have yet anyway. Well, you know, the technology committee in BC is working on a new uh, website. Um, I'm surprised it's not you know been out and published and. Uh, all that yet, um, but I know that their biggest worry was 
uh, Trevor McEwen's uh, database of educational material is all tied to our previous address. And so, um, you know, I think the delay and, and the reason why we don't have something really cool like yours is because they took a committee of this and added this many more and now nothing gets done. Well, I, don't, I wish we could take credit for it, but Grandview is just a separate software system that's been plugged into it as a link, so it's not uh, the website itself. I think they're talking about doing a revamp on the website too, but uh, the Grandview, the back-end software for management, they're they're just uh, they plugged it in, put a put a button on the website, and it now goes as he as Clint mentioned, right works for Clint. He said there's a uh, goes to that Washington.gv software GrandviewSoftware.com. It's a separate separate system that be bolted on. It's, uh, I remember going to Conference Grand Masters when it was in Vancouver, as uh, a matter of fact, and it was a great, great event. I really, really enjoyed that. And I looked at all the different softwares and talked to this grant secretary, two grant secretaries ago, uh, said, we really need this new cool software. And everybody was a little bit reluctant and not ready to do anything. And so I was really happy when the decision was made to go to Grandview. And now I applaud Clint for going out. I mean, I think you're coming locally here to Des Moines. Is it next week to mm -hmm. do a training? And so you, I really enjoy those uh, those trainings. And I'll be there, of course, as a treasurer of my lodge. And, and uh, again, even though I've been there once already, you always learn something new from those those trainings. And, uh, what, well, and so does the... So does the Grand Secretary. You know, I, I learned something, you know, and, and I, I, I learned some of the problems that uh, the, the Lodge Secretaries are having. And, and so, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, sometimes I just have to say, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm sorry, that's what's in the code. And, you know, I can't, fi I can't fix that, but there's other things that I can fix and we try to do that. Um, you mentioned the, the website and, um, you know, we've got Grandview, which, like you say, is its own standalone thing. But we also have uh, our, our Grand Lodge website, uh, freemason-wa.org. And um, I'm working with uh, very uh, right worshipful uh, Ed Woods, who's our new junior Grand Warden. Uh, Ed is very tech savvy and very especially uh, computer savvy. Um, and we are working on totally revamping the website. So I'm hoping uh, by the beginning of next year, or certainly by Grand Lodge, we will have unva unveiled a totally new website that will be much more user-friendly. That's that's my goal. One of my goals this year is to get a new website done. So that's one, one of the other things. Um, and also, with regards to the training, um, I'm, you know, my plan is, as a matter of fact, I talked to uh, very watchful Clayton uh, on Monday, and I said, uh, Thursday, we need to sit down and figure out where I'm, where I'm going to go do the training around the state this year. Uh, I'm trying to get out and do four to five trainings in strategic places and get around to places that I, I wasn't last year. I've been, you know, I've been doing training now <clears throat> on the temple board stuff and, and everything for about five years. Obviously, now I'm doing the secretary training as well. Um, so I'm trying to get around strategically where uh, it makes it easy for brethren to get to the trainings, um, but I'm not ha you know, uh, but I'm not having to travel on weekends that I'm not traveling with the Grand Master. I'm trying to schedule it when I'm in the area, so that um, you know I don't, I'm not making a trip over to Eastern Washington one weekend for the with the Grand Master and the next weekend to do the training. 
Um, but uh, that's a that's another thing I'm going to try to schedule four to five trainings throughout the year again for the secretary, treasurer, and uh, Temple Corporation training. And I that's another thing uh, I heard a lot of brothers say. Well, um, it's this it, Grandview is great, but we need you know kind of hands-on training. So the training that I'm doing. Um, I'm picking spots that uh, one of the requirements for, for the spots that I pick is they have to have Wi-Fi because uh, I want brothers to bring their own computers and we will I will walk them through I, we will go through Grandview and uh, so that they can I'm, I'm the type of person that I learn by doing and I think a lot of folks are like that um, and so that they can go through and see exactly step by step how do I put in a new candidate how do I um, how do I do my dues statements? How do I credit somebody when they when their dues um, when they pay their dues? Uh, how do I send out messages to the lodges? And those are all things that Grandview that you can do with Grandview. They've also rolled out a new a new app for your phone. Um, I haven't sent that information out to the brethren yet because I'm still playing with it. It's brand, it's literally brand new. It's been uh, in the last week, but. Um, it looks really promising as well, uh, where you can just open, you have an app and you can go on and, and, uh, and get information and, and communicate through Grandview on the app. Well, that'd be great. Well, I think we've reached the end of our allotted time. Uh, Stephen, uh, do you have anything else that you want, any other issues you'd like us to address, sir? Not from my end. I think he's got, uh, you know, pretty big job, actually. Uh, you know, I guess yeah, you got to be retired to do that job, eh? Um, <laughs> being it's uh, sounding pretty full time, but I like what uh, you guys are implementing, and uh, I wish you all the success in in implementing the training because that's really the key component. Because if uh, it's there and nobody knows how to use it, it probably won't get used. So the uh, training is going to be awesome uh, part of it, I'm sure. David, do you have anything else you'd like to to contribute? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm hoping that we can eventually have the Grand Secretary of BC at UConn on as well. So that's a, a, a shout out or a call out to a challenge, if you will, to to them. And so hopefully we can uh, maybe we can work with the Grand Master. We've had him on recently, and so we could always work with Connor and Stephen and Grand Master of BC and UConn to try to get them on. It'd be fun to see the the differences and contrast the the two different jobs and roles and all that. Uh, but no, again, thank you, Robert Worshful, for being on the show and. It's always fun to work with you in these capacities as well as regular jurisdictional stuff too. So. Well, thank so, you guys yeah. for thank you very much for having me. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm uh, I'm here. I answer the phones. I uh, um, I have an open door policy. So if uh, anybody ever has any questions or anything that they need, um, I tell my staff we're here to we're here to serve the brethren, and that's the the way I look at it. And uh, we're here to. We're here to help, and so please feel free to contact me either by email, phone, or come see me in person in my office. Well, again, thank you on behalf of myself and uh, David and and uh, Stephen and the unfortunately absent Connor. Uh, thank you very much, or thank you very much, Right Worship Brother Clint, for coming out on our show today, and thank you all for listening to us on the Working Tools Masonic Podcast. Mm-hmm.